everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I am joined this week by Mr. Harry Jobson. I did not care for The Godfather. That's <laughs> not even relevant. And no, not at all. Mr. Barney Metcalf. But we're really seeing, letting people see behind the curtain here, because we were, we were discussing yeah. that just now. This week, we're looking at the... Not the entire career, because he's got... Wait, wait, no. Before before you do that, I'm going to be the one to do this. Hey, William, who are you talking to? Are you you talking... I was going to make... I was going to make that same joke, you son of a bitch. I was going to be like, hey, Barney, I've got a question for you, mate. And then then you'd be like, what? And I'd be like, are you talking on me? It'd be a great, great joke. But you... 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 Um, it's funny, funny joke. Funny, funny how, like, I'm a clown. I'm music, you know. Clown or something, you know. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, Martin Scorsese. Uh, I guess as like a general overview of his career, but we've got to sort. We've got like sort of a few main pit stops. We're going to hit. Really going to delve into. We're doing the hits. We're doing the hit. Yeah, I basically was like, what? I basically we've gone through like his. I would argue his most iconic films from the seventies to now. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about. Taxi Driver. Isn't, isn't that exciting, boys and girls? Raging Bull, Goodfellas, The Departed, and uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. And we'll touch on some other films as well, <laughs> most likely. But yeah, Marty Scorsese, we're doing this in anticipation of his new film, Killers of the Flower Moon. We excited, boys? I don't uh, care. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, golly, golly gee, drink my wee, am I excited? I um, I could care less. I could not care less. Okay. Like, I, it looks, it, I like Leo, and I like Scorsese, but, like, he ain't no yeah. Nolan. He ain't no... I just know that I'm, I'm going to commit a substantial portion of my waking hours in a day to watching a film. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to see it in a cinema. I'm going with a friend, though. So if I have to duck out at any point, I'd be like, "So what happened? What happened in the in the couple minutes I met?" And then I, just in case, uh, you know, because I, I reckon I got to find someone that I can like buy drugs off of, and I think I'd enjoy the film more. Yeah, you need edibles. You, you'll, um, you'll do like that, like what people do when they watch like Yellow Submarine. And Yellow they Submarine. They just sit back. Yeah, they just sit and just like watch the visuals. Okay, the firstly, firstly, that's a vibe. Secondly. And more, more second, like you, you're gonna need quaaludes. You're gonna need quaaludes for this one. Okay. You gotta, no quaaludes. You gotta do. You gotta do. Oh you gotta God. do coke, you gotta Xanax, morphine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's like sort of a general thought. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna say something. I think controversial, guys. Martin Scorsese. He's a pretty good filmmaker, isn't he? He's he's pretty good, isn't he? You and know. William, you, you, I mean, that's pretty shocking. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, somebody had to go. Had to be the guy to say it, and you know, I'm glad yeah. it was you. I wouldn't want to. Be I the took guy. the bullet for us guys. I I said the controversy. So now you guys, I mean, maybe you'll think differently, but if you think the same way as me, I've already taken the fall for you. So there won't be any backlash for you guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in I, a way, I, I feel like I am going to be slightly more. I mean, I think Martin Scorsese is great, but. Oh boy, here we go. Here it comes. I, I love. I I think he's a great filmmaker. I, I love a lot of his films. But, 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 but oh boy, I don't quite yes. love him as much as everyone else. 
Yeah, I, I. Everyone's hitting him with like, oh, ten out of ten filmmaker. I'm like, yeah, nine out of ten filmmaker. All right, and we. Yeah. I've given one of his films a ten, so I'm I'm in the same boat. I like, have. I, I do love him, but I he wouldn't be in like my top five filmmakers ever. You know uh, what I mean? I like, would no. Might be top ten. Sorry, Harry. I keep interrupting. No, no, no. You're right. I keep trying to interrupt you. You're talking, so I'm sorry about that. I I was just gonna say that I do have a film of his. I think I have two films of his that I think are ten out of tens. That being said, mm-hmm. yeah, we know that my view and the voice that I bring to this podcast is that of an active Dumb and Dumber fan. I watch films for the pure enjoyment, the comfortability. Not That's only do I do for the narrative and the impact aspect, but I, I'll always find a film that I really, like, enjoy watching. I'll always rate it higher, even if it's better than, or critically less acclaimed than another film. This doesn't really apply. I'm just, Scorsese is long. He's just a big day. Like, I, 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 I was just checking the show times for event cinemas for killers of the flower moon and i didn't see any gold class and i know that sounds like rich blooded but if i can't recline i'm not watching a film that long i think we all sort of feel the same on scorsese then like he's great like like he's 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 one of the best he's, he's he's one of the best to ever do it like i think we can all agree like he's certainly one of the best right yeah yeah no you've got to hand your respect he, 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 he deserves um, he, deserve, he does deserve to be up there as a you know, yeah. as a household name. And I'd say director. he's one of the, like, best. You know, one like, he's not one of my favorite. But I, like, I've I've talked about this with people before, that I think, like, Kubrick is the best filmmaker of all time. He's not my favorite filmmaker, but I would say he is the best filmmaker. And some people think he's by the book, but by God, by God does he get results. But I, I you know, because I, I do, like, objectivity in film is like obviously not really a thing but i do try and like until now no look at no but i do look at a film like okay is it what is it going for and does it like work at that and if it's if it like if a horror film is scary if a comedy is funny it objectively what i mean of course what is scary and what is funny is obviously subjective but i think if it you know film's able to do that then it objectively works but you know that's a whole other sort of thing and you know i think scorsese's films for the most part work and they're good they're just not films that i'm like i love like i well it's it's good say that now. it's not necessarily i don't want to say I've watched other films first but it, it's like there are other films i pop on what do you mean, bro? Um, Got to whack on you know the what? Irishman. I, I actually, there are there are a lot of like, and I'm just gonna quickly list them off. But there are a lot of Scorsese films that I will happily put on on like any given day. Shutter Island, bam. Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. bam. Like, it, even the, okay. there's one specific one that uh, I think. I mean, you, uh, 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 you've made one mistake so far, Harry. Well, I hadn't said the taxi driver. <laughs> no, you you said Shutter no. Island. I, Island, like okay, that's... okay. I I like I okay. <laughs> oh, I like Mark Ruffalo. Like like and no, but that's the thing. I can watch Shutter Island. I don't go like, oh, this is a great film. I'm just like, we got a little bit Mark Ruffalo. Okay. We got a little bit of fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. What's going wrong? It's the same with not the same with Wall Street. I think Wall Street is a great film, but like the Jonah Hill of it, the Leo of it is what makes me love it. 
I mean, I guess we should probably start getting into a swimming pool, probably. So we're starting off with Taxi Driver. Uh, Some would say the best film he's ever made. Some would say Taxi Driver is the best of Scorsese. I mean, mean, the the, the listeners can't say this, but I've put my hand up. I just get that with sort of older films, I do sort of watch them and I'm like, am I going to like this as much as everyone says? And then I usually don't. Like, I like, like... Like I'll like like them or think yeah, that was alright, and I and I very rarely like Taxi Driver is a film that like I watched and I was like oh yeah I get that I I get why people like this film oh yeah no I I think we're all gonna be on a similar page here because I think we all do really like this film yeah I mean I I like all of these films I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. today I'm gonna degree. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up with a, a positive and a negative here and they're both the same thing and it is the um the man himself Travis Bickle. Because I think he's yeah. a fascinating character. I think yeah. he's really oh, he's, well. I, I think fascinating really great, is a great word for it. What he has yeah, become, he's a great. and what he what, represents. What he represents is, yeah, it, it makes me despair. I wake up in the morning and I hear people going, "He's literally me," and I fall to my knees and weep. You you, you wake up in cold sweats, just 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 nightmares of people just saying Travis Bickle is literally me, you know, yes, alongside he... um, Tyler Durden. Yeah, I was about to say Tyler Durden, man. <laughs> and uh, and Walking Phoenix say, like, Jota, like, yeah, and, and, and Ryan Gosling and just Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling. Is Travis Bickle the seventies equivalent of Tyler Durden? I think so. Yeah, I'd say he is. I, I think he. Taxi Driver is one of those films that like. The film bro culture, as it were, like love they've, they've and like him, it's unfortunate because it is a great film. I I was gonna say it's his most iconic film, but I think that's probably Goodfellas. I I think it's between Taxi Driver um, and Goodfellas. Yeah, like, they've both got a lot of elements is, to them. Goodfellas, and we'll get into this when we get onto that film. But um, it's the most Martin Scorsese film. Yeah, like Taxi, like it's well because it's a mafia film. Goodfellas, where Taxi Driver is just sort of this. It's New like a York. noir. It's a noir, yeah, and um, I mean, it's a it's a great film. Um, I mean, Robert De Niro, I'd probably put in my top five actors of all time. I I love the man. In in, in should I be pretty much everything? Oh fucking oh boy! Is are you gonna? Say, what are you gonna? Say? Mm. So Mad Robert Dan. De Niro has done. Robert De Niro responsible for some. Come on, guy. I'm be I'm hot taken here. Hot um, yeah. Robert De Niro is responsible for some, you know, some some of the best performances, you know, I, I will say. But I mean, yeah, he is not in in my mind. He is not one of the all time all time greats. Yeah, I mean, especially when you have people like Seth yeah, Rogen, Jim Carrey. He does <laughs> a certain level of Robert De Niro. He, he just kind of plays gruff, you know, butch men. De Niro. No. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, You've got the likes of Mark yeah. Wahlberg, and I, I mean, so not, not, I not kind nice. of get what you're Matt saying, Wahlberg. but I do think he's very great at that. Like I was oh, talking yeah, to someone. Oh, no, yeah, but people give like Hugh Grant shit for just being Hugh Grant, but I'm here gonna. I'm, oh I'm no, mate! I love Hugh Grant. I, I mean, Hugh Grant. Like, so do I. So do I. Hugh Grant. I, I, yeah, and, and apparently it's weird that Hugh, Hugh Grant and Robert De Niro are two people that I kind of land in the same area of. But from different yeah. directions. I think we need to give yeah. Hugh Grant more credit. I don't think we need to give Rob yeah. De Niro a bit less credit. Yeah. It's like Marlon Brando, you know, he just does the same thing and people love him for it. But actually, like speaking about the film, I I'm just gonna give my mm. my two cents and then probably not say much more about it. 
I fucking love it. Like, I I do think it is a great film. I'm not sure what it is with directors and inserting themselves into films to say the (laughs) N-word. Like, meaningless characters to just say the N-word. Like, this has happened a couple times now. What a performance. It's probably probably the the, the best director cameo performance ever. Got a really young Jodie Foster. Like a... a, How old? She's like 14 or something? 15. 15 is like that, yeah. So, so. So not very old. It's gross. Let me, let me, it's a let gr- me. Like the 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 film is quite confronting when it comes to that, and it it is. She was I, fourteen. Uh, um, yeah, uh, Harvey Keitel is also in this film. He's yeah, barely in it. I, I, he, yeah, I, 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 I like, like Harvey scenes. Keitel though. Yeah, I like Harvey Keitel. Uh, but is, I, is, I mean, is, this is, is a this like is sport? like his name is Matthew Sport Higgins. Yeah, Sports is his street name because he's a. He's a pimp. pimp. How do they? I wonder how they how like pimps come up with like their nicknames. Like, how do you do that? Do you just do you just like pimp? Names, do you just like, go through like a thesaurus and just he's just he's just a good sport. I just imagine they just like grab a, like a, a dictionary and just like flip to a random page and then just like move their hand around and then oh, landed on sport. Yeah. I mean, but this really. I'm gonna go. Quick sidetrack. I'm going to go to a random word generator. I'm going to come up with some nicknames for us. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll um, continue talking while you also, do. Also, sorry, sorry. The, um, last, the last thing. Peter Boyle is in this film. Rest in peace. He was great as everyone loves Raymond's oh. Raymond's dad. Okay. Um, <laughs> this, will, this will take but a moment. I've got your nickname, William, and it's not brilliant. <laughs> oh, fucking bollocks. God um, damn it. You're, 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 you are William Blackmail Fletcher. <laughs> It's not ideal, no. That's not oh, good. Oh, Harry, yours is way better. Oh, what uh, is it? What and I, I, dare, I dare say it, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> is it you, you human are. soup bowl? <laughs> the whale? <laughs> you, 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 are, you are Harry Buttocks Jobson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I am. I, I am Barney Seminar Metcalf. <laughs> I mean, but to 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 go to the the film. I mean, this really is Robert De Niro's film. Like he's the, you know, the the iconic. Are you talking to me? You know, the are you talking to me? I mean, you know, which I, I remember. One of the weakest films in the scenes of the film. One of my, I I remember one of my maths teachers did that impression to someone, and they didn't get it. I'm like, oh, I get it. I haven't even. And this is well, like, like you before I seen yeah. the movie. Yes, yes, I am. Oh, are you, you talking? talking? Yeah, to I've me? been talking to you the whole time. You talking on me? Well, yeah, sure, of course I am. We've been talking. We're we're doing a podcast. But are you talking on me? Look, don't give me lip blackmail. You know, I always thought <laughs> I'd be good as a secret service man. Uh, um, are you talking on me? Crinkle. The score. Great. Yeah, I love the I love the atmosphere that Taxi Driver creates. I'm I'm a it's big like, it's fan like, it's like of a like Fever Dream. Yeah, I love films that are able to create. Have you seen Bringing Out the Dead? Another with with Nicholas Cage? No, I've not. With Nicholas Freaking Cage. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Time out. What am I doing here? What, Time what, in. What, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> this is my Monday evening. Um. <laughs> It's all about um, Monday. B- b- bringing out the dead. So you have, but you haven't seen it. 
I I've not seen you. No. Okay. Uh, well, it's a great film. It's maybe Cage's best performance as an actor. Um, Ooh. and it creates sort of a similar vibe in that, like, yeah, that's also it's in New York, thing. and it's just gross and wet and grimy and just <laughs> not appear. Yeah. Well, it is. It it's like like the like he's outside and the side like the roads are all wet because you know what I, I, yeah you it, know, it just, I, I reckon I, I gotta wash the filth out of this podcast. I do appreciate though when a film is really able to present and create a genuine like an atmosphere like it transports you to the like we, when we talked about uh, last night in Soho. You know you you were talking about how mm. funny you hate the term like it transports you to it like transports 1960s. you, but it did it did I I use the and I think Taxi Driver is sort of the same thing like I think it does a really good job of creating that atmosphere and I would love to see it in a cinema because I think just in a dark room you know it it would probably be great you know but not I mean it, 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 well, I, I can say now I, not I, in I a saw it theater. I, I was fortunate enough to see it in the cinema earlier this year. Mm. There weren't any people whacking off. There, but, um... No, you you weren't taken on a date by a guy. I mean, yeah, I just want to say before we move on... We mostly the... just talked about porn in this film. <laughs> we've exactly. not really discussed the film. Let's write we our best have... porns. We don't have anything new to say about this film. We all think it's great, don't we? Look, the last, like, the big shootout at the end, probably the best bit of the whole film. I know. I, I don't know. I, I I love I love the bit where he's talking to the the secret agent, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Henry Crinkle." I mean, I do I mean, also I, like the I, bit I, where I also he's love like... that because it gets referenced in spaced in a series two episode four where uh, tires is like Henry Crinkle, C I C R I N K L A Crinkle. It's one of those films. It's one of those Scorsese films that really has quite a confronting, like. Not only is he a compelling protagonist, but it's a confronting situation. So when you put like such an interesting, you like him, but he's a he's a bit of a shithead. Yeah, ex- oh, but, I mean, like, I mean, really yeah, he takes a date to, like, yeah, he's not, he's an inherently unlikable protagonist. But but he, he, unlike things that are weirdly like admirable, and I think that's why so many people misread Travis Bickle. Yeah, it's, like he, he is, he's that's... a racist scumbag yeah he, he's, you know, he's, he I feel like he's mentally not there like i took it to be like he's a bit mentally he attempts you know. to assassinate a presidential candidate or something doesn't he? <laughs> yeah i mean and he takes a date to a porno like he's not like he's not a regular guy you know he's like he's a, a bit well man. yeah and i think and unlike something like joker for example i think joker sort of tries to portray that character as a protect as a good guy when the reality is... Whereas Taxi Driver isn't afraid of... I mean, the whole point of the end of the film is that it's like, oh, he did he did a really terrible thing, but the public is, like, loving him for it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and yeah, and, and that's the reason why I think Joker doesn't work. the irony. And, and the reason why Joker doesn't work is because when... is because it feels like we're meant to like Arthur Fleck. Yeah, even we're though... kind of meant to... Oh, yeah, you've shot. Robert De Niro. Have... Yeah, yeah. Oh, because of society. Is, society. Isn't that and... ironic? Isn't that ironic? Like nineteen seventies Sigma male Travis Bickle is shot by two thousand tens Sigma male Arthur Fleck. 
Yeah, I mean that's I mean that I assume that's why De Niro was in Joker because it's Taxi Driver. I I um, don't I don't think, and also, I mean I, yeah, I agree it's there because it, they've taken influence, but I don't think it's that self aware like oh we're gonna kill off Travis Bickle to be taken. Oh away. no, well, probably me. not. Well, I mean no, well, I just think Todd not. Phillips definitely not. Tom Phillips. I mean isn't no, good. who's Travis? No, he's a Taxi Driver. Nine um, out of ten. Yeah, I'd horrible. give it a nine as well. Uh, um, yeah, probably no, my uh, third favorite. Scorsese. It is my Ooh, third favourite Scorsese as well. I mean, I, mean I, I, hate that I, haven't, I haven't talked about it that much. I'll lay out a bit here, but this, this is my favourite Scorsese film. Um, I mean, this is just one of your favourite films in general from what Yeah, I no, it, it's, it's, def- it's definitely up there for me. It, it, it kind I mean, of I, I, it I need to... between 9, 9.5, 10 for me. Yeah, um, I'll pick I, w- I, sh- I feel like if I watch it again, it'll bump up to a. It could bump up to a ten for me potentially. See, I, I think what worked for me in this when I first saw this film is I think I saw it as we were going into lockdown or thereabouts. <laughs> so I think those kind of social social isolation things yeah. worked for me, but I was never like, oh, I'm just like this guy. I mean, you're I, not I, meant to, I, 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 I you're understood meant the character, but I didn't. I didn't associate myself with him. And yeah. you know, to all to all you, you know, Tyler Durden's out there, like he's not a cool guy. He he's a horrible man, um, and he's not. He's not really. He he does a heroic thing in the end, but through a horrific act of violence. And the final note that we're left on the film is that this is a cycle that will repeat. Like the, mm. the the flash of red in the mirror is meant to be like this could happen again. And, and what, my, my favorite thing is they were talking there at some point. I think Paul Schrader, the writer, who I, I think is a, a great writer, um, mm. somebody asked him, "Oh, what about Walter a taxi driver too with an, with an older Travis Bickle?" And he was like, "There is no older Travis Bickle," which I think is the perfect encapsulation of what the ending of this film is saying. Yeah. And I and I think what's great is because it's a bit of an ambiguous ending as to like whether he died or not, right? Like it's it's not very clear. Martin Scorsese has said that he that what, what basically after the shootout, everything that happens is real. Okay, so Travis Bickle isn't dead, is what he's is. not. He's not dead, but okay. it does leave us on a kind of cautionary tale note of this could yeah. happen again but it uh, could okay. get worse because i always took it as like because i was and aware that the ending was like gets lucky at ending. the end of this film he happens yeah. to fall on the right side of publicity he gets what <laughs> yeah. he wants he gets he gets fame well, yeah he kills pimps like he, he kills he, some like pimps kills... in the defense of a 14 year old girl yeah exactly um, if he had killed a presidential candidate it's you know like it's a totally know, different story that's what that's what i like yeah. about the ending that he he happens to fall on the right side of history. But the yeah. final note we're left with is this could happen again and it won't be as favourable for him. Um, and so on, on that note, um, I'm going to give this film a 9.5 out of 10. I think it's a wonderful film. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's a really great that's, film. That's, I mean, that's this... half a mark up from what you gave it. You'd be quiet. Yeah, exactly. It's, no, I mean, no, no, I'm not, I wasn't saying anything. I was oh, just right. going to say, like, I, that's I, 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 one I of thought the you were doing highest. a noise that I hear so often on this podcast where you're like, oh, Possibly. No, it's it's like it's a, that's probably one of our highest rated films. Like, I mean, and fair enough. Like, it is an incredible piece of work. It it won the Palm Door at the Cannes Film Festival, which is interesting because my favorite the part Palm of Door, the Palm Door is just it's so weird because I'm just looking at some Palm Door winners now. Pulp Fiction is um, the other one I can think of. Pulp, 
Uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Like the most recent one was Anatomy of a Fall, which I've heard is very good, and I'm gonna be seeing it. No in a idea what weeks. that is. Uh, but the lot, but the one before that was Triangle of Sadness, covered in our Oscars episode. We Titan, <laughs> which I thought Titan was shite. Um, then Parasite, Shoplifters, I Daniel Blake, Blake Winter Sleep, Blue is the Warmest Color, Amor, Tree of Life, The Pianist. Uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction, The Piano, What Barton Fink, Wild at Heart, Sex Lies in Videotape, and, and what yeah, Taxi Driver. Films. Uh, yeah, and uh, your your favourite, Barney, The Umbrellas of Sherberge. I, I want to rewatch it, because I want to love it, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, but yeah, Taxi Driver 1, and then like, there's like two, I don't know, and then Apocalypse Now was like three years later. So it, it's weird, because the Palm Door, it goes for like, weird... Arty foreign films to like Pulp Fiction, not to yeah, the Pulp Fiction, which is and again, which is weird because Taxi Driver is also an Oscars thing, like it was nominated for Oscars, and they and those don't correlate mm-hmm. usually because uh, but yeah, Taxi Driver, great, great film, great film. Moving on, downhill from here, but hey, there Ray... are some great films yet to be spoken about. You boy, here we go, it's gonna be interesting then. Uh, I was going to say, one of the great films is not the one we're about to talk about. Okay, okay, uh, I completely disagree. This is my second favourite, Scorsese. <laughs> I adore I, I Raging knew, Ball. We, I knew we were going to come on to this, because I know that, Barney, you're not as big a fan of this film I, I as like many this others. Film, but you guys... But you don't know what the next level is. I, lo- like, I like this know- film. But you, you guys are going to be talking some raging bullshit here. Nice, <laughs> nice, great play, great play on words. Um, yeah, I know. You, that, that, that's that's um, what I have to say. Thank you. Good look, night. I think first off, first up, because I said De Niro was great in Taxi Driver. I don't mm. know if it's his best. I think Raging Ball might be De Niro's best work as an actor. Mm. So, Barney, no, I know you and I have a similar disdain for films and TV that deal with sports. Oh, get over it. Set. Get over it. Like Sports are the best. The, the, the best sports film is Cool Runnings. I will take no further questions. That is not true. <gasps> that is completely untrue. Jesus Christ. It's Rocky. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because but... you don't like the Rocky film. No, Barney hates, doesn't like the Rocky films. It's actually, it's Rocky, actually not even, like it's actually not, not even Rocky. The, 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 there are two. There are two options, and I'm being genuine about You're this. You're not a fan of the Rocky Coach film. Carter, great film. <laughs> it's a good um, film. Okay, I, remember the Titans I, I, by the Disney movie. That film's oh, great. Oh, fuck off. Na 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 na. That's very catchy. But shut up. You know, I, I I've seen that film. It, it you know I appreciate what they're doing for you know you know oh that there are black people and white. So people I've looked up a list one of, second. I am. I've looked up a list and, of sport movies on Letterbox. And one of them is The Color of Money, which is about pool. Is pool a sport? I, believe, I yes. believe they play that at the Olympics. Yes, pool is oh. a sport, but the best I mean, sports film fun. actually is Moneyball. Like, it's the best sports film. Uh, I Money, had um, a teacher uh, um, in high school, and his favorite film was Moneyball, because Moneyball's he loves the analysis for sport. I mean, you know, I I have to watch it again. I remember listening. Like, Love you, man. Yeah, it's it's Captain Holt's favorite film as well. <laughs> it's a typical analysis. It's, it's beautiful. But, oh, fair enough, but mate. Scorsese yeah. made a point. No, it's not, not 
of not making the yeah, boxing it's not about realistic. The sport. It's yeah, no, I like I know it's not about the sport. Like I know, I'm aware it's not that. Like it's like I love Ted Lasso because and I don't because I don't give a shit about soccer, but it's the characters and that's and that's why Raging Bull works. I think the characters hey, are really I, great. I, I have a kind of a backstory that I have before I saw this film that I think paints my viewing of it. So you um, came in with a bias, is what you're saying, or you um, came in with yeah. sort of yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, what I will say, I think this is a wonderful bit of direction from Marty. Um, I think. Am I gonna go? I think this might be his best directed film, honestly. Yeah. Okay, you've lost me. I think it's a great directed <laughs> film. But it's not. It's not his best work in terms of a director. Have um, we okay. already? Have we? It was it. Do you think it's Taxi Driver, or do you think it's another one we're gonna have to get on? Uh, it's 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 one. That, I think it's the next one we're talking about. I think that's his best direction. But yeah, I mean, what, I will say, what 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 I'll say about Raging Bull. Um, is that yep. when I was in high school, um, I was it, a bunch of the dudes in my year level were a bunch. Oh, yeah. A lot of the dudes were a bunch of cunts who thought. That, oh, I mean, that's oh, just high school. Yeah, but they were uh, they loved boxing, and and oh. they thought, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, like, oh I, I've got some gloves on my hand, and I punched another bag. Oh, look at me, I'm hard. <laughs> well. Oh, aren't I hard? Oh. Doing the little <laughs> Ali shuffle, punching a big bag full of what? Doing the rope a dope, you know, doing yeah. the I love boxing, like, by the way. In, in one of our. Okay, good for you. You're not one of those cunts, luckily. <laughs> but I remember story time with, with, with Father Barney. We were doing a, like a boxing thing for a sports class. Um, and a couple of these guys brought in their own boxing gloves. And we were waiting outside the gym for the teacher to let us in so we could do the class. And they just started fighting. It wasn't like, even boxing. They were just fighting with boxing gloves on. Yes, the boys. And Love I, that. I, I, I was... <laughs> what, a, what a bag of cunts. Trying to quote this. I do like this film. But you don't love boxing. it. Fuck off. Um, I... So my, my... This was one of my dad's favourite films. Like, of all, like I remember... Because my dad, he never had like a favorite film. He just was, he just could never like, he could name films he loved, but he could never be like, this is. He, he was my always favorite, my raging favorite. about the bull, though. He was always raging. Yeah, like he, like Raging Bull was always one he talked, he loved Star Wars because. Sorry, 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 did you say Raving Bull? Did I? I If I did, Raging Bull. If I did, my bad. I'm picturing, yeah. Robert De Niro, like, come on. Yeah, getting getting it into a fight in a club. Um, and no. my dad, yeah, he was a big fan of this film. I mean, now I'm gonna feel a bit... like a prick. I'm dissenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that was my intention because I don't think it was. I just you gave your history with this film, so I gave mine. Oh yeah, no, no, I, no, fair enough. Where do we land on the black and white cinematography for this? It film? is fucking gorgeous. Okay, my turn. Uh, my turn to talk. Really nicely, actually. I was just gonna say, do you think it's necessary though? Like, could you yes. tell the film without like? No, I I think the film would be less visually impactful if it wasn't. A lot of people, uh, a yes. lot of people would akin that... to it to Rocky, which is something that I think. But the okay, so time for my history with the film quite quickly, because it really plays right, into this. I I was like 16, 15, and I was obsessed with boxing. I didn't do it much. I used to do a bit of boxing fit, but I would literally you read out a bit there. I, I would do, like, a little bit of boxing, like, training and stuff, but I never really boxed. I was obsessed with it, though, right? I was 
studying Muhammad Ali quotes, I was fucking, like, I loved it, alright? A Rocky fucking, and I watched this film, and I thought, it's a great film. It's not realistic at all, not that I'm a fucking boxing analyst, but the way that he plays boxing into artwork is really, like, an expression and degrading of a character. But nothing has haunted me more of a scene, of a shot, no shot ever, than that shot of Sugar Ray. Like, I fucking, it's so haunting. For, you know that one shot? No. You know that Which one? shot are you referring? The one with um, Johnny Barnes's Sugar Ray. Um, oh, whether is in the this ring, almost yeah. like getting the shit beaten out of him? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Robert De Niro is getting the shit mixed, and it and it's sort of this like weird shot where Sugar Ray is just centered in the ring. I do know what you mean. Fucking haunting. In a in a cinematography class I did earlier this trimester, I'm doing one this trimester as well. But this was early in the year. Our lecturer showed us a scene, and I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I like the film, but you know, this isn't. This is an excellent bit. Yeah, it's haunting, right? That it's silent, and it's just. Him killing oh, another man. This, this, I think this film, the sound design is great, mm. and I think there's, it really uses like silence at great, at, at, at very sort of, and you know, yeah, sort no, of uses... I mean, I, I can't, I can't believe it, but you guys are making me really spew some positivity about this film. <laughs> I, I think the way the boxing scenes are shot as well, like you're in the ring with them. In the Ro- Rocky that... is a film where you you are a spectator rooting for Rocky, whereas yeah. Ra- Raging Ra- Bull is a film where you are with um, Jake LaMotta. And I think yeah, just in terms of technical as you know cinematography, I think it's incredibly. It's a beautifully shot film. It's fantastic. You know the black and white. I mean, the, the, doesn't this feel is like one a of those gimmick. things where I'm like, I, I can't deny Scorsese is a great filmmaker. Great cinematography, great direction, great editing, and great, you know, sound. he really brings it together. Unfortunately, I, I don't care for the script. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I, that... I, I, I just, you know... I get what you mean. I've got films like that too, where I'm like, this is an inc- impeccably well-made film. Like, it, it works film, on so many a... levels, you know, but th- this... it's just the I, story, I which I would argue is the most important part of the film, for me, anyway. Yeah, I, a film can be if beautifully crafted, sucks. but if the story doesn't get me, then, you know... Yeah, this is a film. I should I'd say like I've seen this. Example. I've seen this film twice. It's in fact, as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch it again. It, it, it's like, and again, I can't stress. I do like the film. It's one of those things where, like, you forget the pains of childbirth. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go back to that. I should like it. And then, I, then when I rewatched it sometime last year, maybe the year before, I was like, no, I st- I do like it, but I don't love it. Okay, that's fair. I love like you don't. Harry gets all breathless and passionate. I know, but like the dollies are like it's fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not presenting the direction at all. It's great direction. Yeah, I, but, think, yeah. I think no. The thing is, Barney agrees with us about most of what a lot of what we've said. Just I find myself far more engaged in the story. Like we find ourselves more engaged mm. in the story. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just think it's a cunt with anger issues, being like, I'm going to punch some shit, and then he does. Yeah. No, and I, think and you're right. I don't. I don't. I don't dis. I don't think that's unfair. Like, I think there is like fair criticism and unfair criticism. You know, I think like I, I think if you don't I, get I just don't in find a story, Jake Lamota that engaging. Yeah, no, I just found myself incredibly engaged. Also, Joe Pesci. We've not even touched on Joe Pesci. I mean, I love Joe Pesci. I, I'm, I'm going to spew some love for that man shortly. But. We're 
We're all. I he think we can all fair. agree he's fantastic. I think he gives possibly no. I was gonna say my favorite. Say, Scorsese say he gives his best performance. You're kidding yourself. No, not in this film. I mean, in a Scorsese, he gives my favorite. I was gonna say he gives my favorite performance in a Scorsese film, like across all of Scorsese's films. Not in Raging Bull, mine. Not in Raging Bull, mine. I, I, I think there's one more that I, there's two more that I prefer actually possibly, probably. but I think Joe Pesci in one of these films is probably number is like up there like third. I mean, in in the three Maybe films we're yet to discuss, he's only in one of them. Yeah, I just I just I just love the film. I, this I film's a ten. I don't want to watch it again anytime soon because it's a hard watch. I will admit, like. It is brutal, and I think that's a, your your, that's your another... history with the film is far more confronting than mine. Yeah, <laughs> yours, just your, yours is based around your relationship with your father. Mine is based around with Mine's a bunch with of my... dicks in high school. Yeah, mine's with my late father. Yeah, it's it's a different thing. But I in, no, but even beyond that, I don't think I'd want to watch this film again anytime. It's 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 very brutal and i appreciate that like it doesn't sugarcoat it it it, it goes for like right. boxing yeah. is an inherently brutal sport like that's why i don't like it it's just beating the shit out of another man for lols for... how dare you sir how dare you i will take a leg uh... and slap you harrison i challenge you to a, a duel bit... <laughs> sorry I think that's I'm a slightly also, you guys live in completely different states as well. How are you going to travel down? We'll find a way. Yeah. We'll yeah. find a way. Yeah, we'll meet halfway. No, should we just play? Should we just play poker again, like we did yesterday? That worked out fairly well. Um, it didn't go I mean, well we, for I me. Think we found... No, but you get how to play it now. But we should play. We should play fucking no, mini golf. Oh. no, we don't. No, I got. I got fucked. Every every card I got dealt, I was like, "Fuck it, let's put lots of money on this," and I yeah, lost. No. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't real money. Um, I, I give Regin Bull a nine. I think it's a fantastic piece of work. I can't, and I and I do think it is his best directed film. Not his best written, but I think it's his best directed work. This shit's a nine and, and a half for real. It's it's a good film. I I do I like a lot about it, but I don't care for the you know the main character. I don't like if the him. story was like a bit. If it was changed slightly, you'd be like. If we, I, how I, would you change me... if it was beyond? It, like how would you I've, change yeah, it to I've, make I've it a film this one about like two years but for me it doesn't dig into the level of the mindset of jake lamota that i want it to can we also talk about how this is like a direct inverse conversation to what we had about the world's end where it was me and barney verse <laughs> <laughs> pretty much about the same thing william just swap sides it really is yeah what a, Harry, what a you're the most. Man. I think Harry's the most positive out of us. Then I think Harry. Harry's so far, been... yeah. Um, so far, yeah. Because I mean, you're, you're, you've got two nines. Harry's got a nine and a ten, and I've got a nine. And before I give that rating, a um, nine. I thought you gave it a nine of like a, a nine point five a week ten. Yeah, I, I haven't. No, sorry, nine point. Yeah, so yeah, you two nines. Harry a nine and a ten. Nine me, and a half. A 9. Nine. 5. 9.5. It's not a 10. The Wolf of okay. Wall Street. Okay, 10, well, whatever. We'll get into it. Um, the last thing that I will say that I, I really like about the film, I think it's got a real... You know, you know the main theme? Like the da, da, yeah. Uh, I think that's a yeah. lovely bit of music. Mm. Um, and I it's one of those ones where, when, when, it, when it pops up music. on my Spotify, <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Do I, I like this film more? No, no, no. I just like the music. <laughs> Hang on. 
So I, I'm I am gonna give a, a positive enough rating. Um, I'm gonna but I'm gonna give rating not nearly. Not not as positive as you guys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I like the film. Not man. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You. you know what? We move forward. As long as we can talk about with the Wall Street, yeah. which is arguably his best one. For as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. So before we move on to Goodfellas, I, I wanna quickly touch on the King of Comedy, uh, which I've got down as my favorite, favorite series, I understand. Yeah. I haven't I need to watch it again. But I do quite like it's again. It's just sort of Joker, but better. <laughs> I I need to watch it again. Well, first of all, it's one of Scorsese's shortest films. It's like a hundred minutes, so that mm. it's a big tick for me. Um, it's, Harry, you haven't I seen the King of Comedy? Where I'm not quite there on. I didn't ask you to watch it. I have, haven't seen it. No, I have not seen the King of Comedy. That's fine. I mean, it's a good film. I do recommend watching it. But like, I, I like it. I, I I'll have to rewatch because I don't know if my rating. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just a bit more of a King of Queens kind of guy. Um, I mean, I give King of Comedy is my favorite Scorsese film. I, I give it a ten. I, I, I might not hold Barnabas. I told him to myself. To myself. What is Harry? What's happening? I don't know. I'm, I'm but singing it's, the song. It's a arg- wonderful remark by Van Morrison and gets used at the end of the film. It's arguably the second best thing that has the king of something in it. The first being the king of queens. Third what being about- the king of Saturn Island. You should watch the king of queens. It's a fucking great show. Uh, a king in New York. I think that's a Charlie Chaplin film. Oh a yeah, king I've in. Seen I mean, I've seen a lot of Charlie Chaplin no, films. It's one of his like talkies when he the last the king of Scotland. <laughs> um, Good old Edie. Kid who, name the kid who would be king of comedy. Bum, bum. <laughs> I like the king of comedy. I I, I give I it like a it. ten, which is arguably probably not. I, I'd give it another accurate. seven. I'd have, I'd have to. Oh, the Lion King. Of course. How did I not think of that film? The Lion That's King a, of comedy. Know. Uh, uh, and then, sort of, I'm, I, if I, I'm just going to get up Scorsese's filmography just to sort of have a look at like what he sort of did between Raging Bull and Goodfellas. You know, in that ten year, he did the After Last hours? Temptation of Christ. After Hours, I really like After Hours. I actually, watched that recently. I thought it was a solid film. Yeah, um, solid. I, I, again, one I like. Um, yeah, didn't quite hit um, for me, but I like it. The Color of Money. A very young Tom Cruise with an ear piercing. Oh, and Paul Newman, isn't it? And yeah, it's a sequel to The Hustler. And then uh, there's The Last Temptation of Christ. Not to get confused with The Last Passion Temptation of Christ. of Christ vaping. Yes. And then, yeah, the lot. Yeah. And then Goodfellas. I mean, oh, it's probably. Boy, his most aren't you guys a bunch of, of, of good lads? I think I am. I think I'm an all right lad. You're a good lad. I, well, I I try I try to be. I mean, re- really, this film should be called "Fucking Bastards." Yeah, probably the most iconic Scorsese film. Like everyone, no, absolutely. I, I think I'd it's say. his highest on IMDb. Yeah, it's like number seventeen. It's up there. Some... Let me have a look. He's got a few films in the top two fifty. He's he's got a lot. Uh, yeah, he's got like five or six films, which I think is like up there for them. I think Hitchcock might have more. Okay, let me let me have a look. Uh, if, if, if we're basing it on top ten, then it's Peter Jackson. 
seriously, two Lord of the Rings films. Uh, there, there are, I believe, two Frank Darabont films because he, he did Shawshank and The Green Mile. There's two. No, there's three Francis Ford Coppola films, two Godfather so and that's... one Apocalypse. There's like five or six Nolan films. Look, I'll I'll say this now as we talk about the Goodfellas, or about Goodfellas. The Goodfellas. I know. I've yeah. been saying. The I've been saying the Taxi Driver. And the raging bull. The, the raging bull. Yeah, and then the departed, and then well, the Wolf of Wall Street. The yeah. Wolf of Wall. Well, those films already have the in the title. Yeah, yeah, so it really... yeah. The the, the departed. Uh, and, and they are just departed and Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, but honestly, the Shutter Island, the After Hours, <laughs> the After But but this oh. the bringing out the dead. <laughs> Goodfellas is. The New York, the New York. And I will say this and forever hold my peace, and I will not talk about this film after this. I'll do it all right now, everything I have to say. Oh no, are you about to shit? You're gonna be be that guy, are you? Are you about to say it's not like are you are you gonna are you gonna be that one guy who doesn't like Goodfellas? I think it's good. Okay, I think it's great. I genuinely do think it's great. I fellas, I do think it's good. Um I'm I think I think it's great. I actually think it's great, fellas. But my thing is, is that anybody else just get like just a little bit bored in the film? In okay, I I can see where you come from. In the last, basically, I mean, if if you're listening to this, you'll know what happens in a lot of Scorsese films. Once Joe Pesci is dispatched, I think the film gets a bit rocky. He's the. I mean, Joe Pesci is the best part of the film. Like without a you, doubt, this is you fucking you motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. Funny how, like, I'm a clown. I amuse you. Like, it's like, like, like iconic scene. He's the funny guy. It, the way you review the movie. But yeah, that I was... mean, this is one of the best Scorsese performances. I think. It's just, I, I think Joe Pesci is the best Scorsese performance. It's just the end of the I mean, film. It's I mean, like, what, uh... what's, I mean, okay. I, I lay lay my cards out here. Goodfellas is a film that I, I've always really liked. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, is it overrated? But I, I've seen it in in the last year or so, rewatching it. And I, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it is a fantastic film. Now, the question is, I know where I land on this. Oh, I, 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 I think Casino, I see where you're going. Which is the better film? Now, I'm in the camp of Goodfellas. Harry, have you, have you seen Casino? Casino Royale. <laughs> what are we talking no. about? Just the film Casino. The nineteen. I wasn't the listening. 19, the the nineteen ninety five Scorsese film. Yes. Oh, no. Which Scorsese? You haven't seen it. No. Well, damn. We can't have a deciding vote. Look, because Barney, look, I think you'll be opposite. In that case, cool. it's just going to be you versus me. I think. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me just choose before anyone talks. I choose Barney. Okay, go. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. These are two films I I hold in very high regard. I think these are both great films. But But, I think I might be a casino man, personally. (sighs) I don't know, though. I'm, yeah, I think, you know what? For the sake of argument, I will, like, these, these two films are very similar. They really are. Me. Even though one's like about casinos and one, like they are kind of very in terms they're of they're both plot, mob films. Yeah, but beyond that, they're kind of different, you know. But like they, they've got a lot of similarities, but they're also mm. not. They're, they're, they're very I different thought, beasts. 
it, but casino like, is casino a spiritual, is a spiritual sequel. Yeah, no, I, I um, think I, I I might go casino. And I and I am well, a good. Should we talk about casino briefly now? I guess so. I mean, we could talk. Yeah, it, I mean, I it comes off. We'll get, we'll get it out of the way. I have. I've got a bit of a. No, sorry, you go first. I'm, uh, I'm say, I, I, I've got a real love for stories about like con artists. Um, I do appreciate a good con artist story. I, like I you mean you that, okay. now? You see me can piss off, but um, the making a third one of the, those. The, the, I'm trying to think of others, and I can't I mean, think. Of basically, my, my love of the the con artist subgenre comes down. I, I I mean, it's a heist film, but Ocean's Eleven, but mainly the um the BBC program it. Hustle, which is entirely. Oh, it's, I've heard it, you go on like, about that it's, before. It's it's like con of the week. Um, yeah, I do kind of want to watch group it. Con artist, con a guy week, and so on. Um, I I've got a, a great love for that show. Um, I actually kind of want to watch it because I've because I've I've heard you talk about it and it actually sounds like something I'd like. I think I think you would like it. And what I like about Casino is that we're seeing it from the other side. Um, so I, I kind of get because um Hustle was a show I've seen that show through twice now. I saw it when I was about twelve, and then I I saw I I, I watched it all again during you know the first lockdown um and I, I have a great fondness for it and I, I i get a real kick out of seeing it from the point of view of the um the enforcers but i, I mean yeah I, it's a tough choice for me but i i, I think I, yeah just casino but i i i love goodfellas i think it's brilliant yeah no, i mean you you're a goodfellas man i don't know if boards the word i would have used per se it's slow it's more just like i, can see I kind of was just like I feel like we should be getting closer to an end by now. Like I kind of feel like it, 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 it should be like well, it, it's a good uh, film. Don't get me wrong. I think Casino is great, but mm. I just think Goodfellas is a bit tighter as a film. I mean, it's half an hour I shorter. Think, first of all, I think I might I mean, to say that yeah, Casino is about half an hour longer. I, I think that is more of that's more of a film about the rise and the fall, whereas Goodfellas, it just kind of gets to a point where Henry Hill is like, yeah, I'll be a f- an informant. But there, there, there's, I mean, I, I wouldn't say there's a real climax to either of these films, but I think it works more like really. Casino. Because it, it kind of Casino, I think it's a more of a gradual rise and fall, but Goodfellas, it's more of a bam. I'm, a, I'm an informant, and I've got, yeah. um, got protection. Yeah, like Goodfellas, it's sort of it's sort of like we we sort of start with him like in the you know the world and then we 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 see him building up through the world and then then he's out of it <laughs> but whereas goodfellas i think no, casino is more of a, an intentional gradual rise and gradual fall um i mean i give casino an 8 uh, like i do i, I do think it's I, a really good yeah, yeah no i i'd give casino a 9 i think it's a, a great film i give it a 3 let's tank uh, this shit um no <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, we've got... That's going to yeah, give us an average of what, like, 6.7? Uh, let me find out, actually. 6.7, yeah. <laughs> oh, look uh, at that. Yeah, look good... at those math skills. But yeah, Goodfellas. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a really great film. Um, I really like it's, it's Ray Liotta in it. Film. Yeah, I mean, yes, Community the, the, did... the late, uh... great Ray Liotta. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, to be fair, I think did... this is the only great performance. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think he's the best. I think I'd probably take... Joe Pesci and maybe Robert De Niro. I mean, I think I think he's I think he's wonderful in this film, but um, unfortunately, he's not the best part you know, of the film. Joe, Joe in the way P that and I Bobby think... D are a 
Yeah. In the way, like, I think De Niro is the best part of Casino in terms of performances in that film. Yeah. Whereas, and, and, and De Niro is the main character of Casino, whereas I think here, Ray Liotta is a bit overshadowed, which is arguably I, on I, purpose. I mean, Rob, Rob De Niro is more of a, this is a weird, like, supporting role for him in a, uh, yeah, De Niro is usually like a pretty major character, if not the protagonist, you know? Like, he's the main character of The Irishman, Taxi Driver. I mean, he's the main antagonist in King, King of Fear, Hobby. but um, King of Comedy, of course, Raging Bull. But yeah, so yeah, got Joe Pesci, fantastic, fantastic. I mean, yeah, I, I love Joe Pesci. I can't pretend I don't. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I did a little bit of reading, actually. Um, I was on my way home from uni today, and I, I did a little bit of looking into goodfellas particularly the um guy that um tommy devito is based on um in real life uh tommy de simone i i want william do you know what the real life um tommy looked like no i do not google him guarantee we will have the same thought as to who he looks like tommy devito because he's he's very different from joe pesci he does not look like joe pesci no no, he doesn't. But who does he look like? Uh, a, a, a famous fictional gangster. But so I feel like actually, I don't see. Know. I feel like you're gonna you're gonna say someone, and I'm gonna be like, oh, obviously, nothing is coming to mind. Hold on, hold on. Even though I do feel, let, yeah, you look him up, Harry, and see see where you land, and we'll see if you can figure it. Oh, I feel like Barney's I know exactly say, who gonna... he looks like. That's crazy. That's like yeah. uncanny. Oh well, fuck me. I guess think, I just think think cocaine. Think cocaine, William. He looks like a certain. Um, you're on the right track, Harry. I think. He, his name is in a Kanye album. Not his full name, but his first I name. I don't really? know Kanye album. Yeah, Kanye has an album called "The Life of Pablo." It's about Saint Pablo, not Pablo Escobar. Oh, no, that's not who I was thinking of. You weren't thinking oh. of Pablo Escobar. He looks like Pablo Escobar. I I, I, I said fiction. I said fictional gangster. Oh. I can't Sh- think shall of I, I give you a hint? No, 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 I'm getting there. Because I've got no idea. I mean, I'll take that hint, but if Harry can f- wants to try I mean, and figure I'll, it I'll, out. I'll, I'll give you a clue that gives you the name. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll give you a more subtle clue. Ziegler. Werner Ziegler. Ah. He looks exactly like Lalo Salamanca. He's got a really striking resemblance to Lalo. Oh, I completely forgot um, about basically, Breaking yeah, Bad. The, the um real Even life Henry so Hill obvious. said that. The real life Henry Hill said that Tommy is more or less exactly as he remembers, except for the fact that you know the real life Tommy De Simone was about six foot two, and Joe Pesci is like a tiny little. Yeah, just this little how, violent man. How how tall is Joe Pesci? He can't be that tall. Not very tall. Like he, like there's every, like he's always like Joe Pesci height, five foot three. Jesus Christ, that is not tall. Okay, so yeah, he's, he's he's about a foot shorter than the real Tommy De Simone. Is that how how short do you have to be to be considered a dwarf? Like like how I, uh, short is like? I think it's I like think four Danny nine. Yeah, no, four um, foot ten inches or under. Like four foot but, ten. But basically, like... from my my research, and this is one of those things that I'm always going to be thinking, oh, what's the story behind this? Mm. I I don't think we've ever gotten a con- from from my research. We don't have a conclusive story about how the real Tommy died. Or we, ah. he disappeared in about 1979, I think. 
Um, but nobody knows who killed him um, and where he is. We're, we're talking a lot about Tommy DeVito in this film. Um, that That is one of my favorite death scenes in a film, especially since yeah. his character is such a, a loud mouth, just you know, running his mouth as much as possible. And when he walks into that room, all he can say is, oh no, and he doesn't get to finish his sentence and he's dead. Here's something that I want, I want to talk about that we haven't really mentioned so far because it's been less prevalent. But um, Scorsese is, I think, one of the masters of the accumulated soundtrack. Like, th- there are some really great uses of songs, like um, All the stars were shining bright and then he kissed me. That one, that's great. Sure ain't the boy that I've been dreaming of, but Sure, the boy I love. It, it, I, I love the soundtrack to a lot of. From this point on, I think the soundtracks to these films are. All right, shall we move on from the film then? Also, actually, to tell you what, I, I didn't mention a Taxi Driver. I think a wonderful use of the song Late for the Sky by Jackson Brown. I think that is a perfect song for mm. that film. I feel like we're really, like, we're not really talking about this. Move on. Uh, let, let's blow a bit more steam up this film's ass. Um, but to be fair, like, these are some of the most talked about beloved films in history yeah like we, we can't really I, feel like I, I i should give you know we, we didn't really talk about tax driver that much but um it's yeah there, there are very few films i think that is a great use of violence i i think mm. it really works in this and casino just the the brutality of it especially as it i mentioned before, in that scene where, yeah in, in the scene like... where tommy gets whacked and the scene where they beat the shit out of billy bats it's the perfect like blunt mafia fuck them up yeah. and done it's it's i think it's really well it's, judged yeah it's it's like incredibly brutal and i think that's what i will give like it doesn't feel gratuitous you know like we see it happen but we don't uh, i'll like... say that there were really only about not including the scene where tommy gets killed because it's not massively violent but i'd say there there are about two or three scenes even some of them we don't really see them, but yeah, the, the Billy Bats beating scene and when they stab him in the back of the car. And then the one of my favorites, Scorsese Neil drops, um, the um whacking everybody apart from a few select members of the Lufthansa heist. Yeah. Um, Layla by what whoever it is, Dick Derek and the something or others. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it I, I think it's uh, De- Derek and the Dominoes, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think Goodfellas. It also like it. I do. I like. I, I like. I do think Ray Liotta is very good in it. He's just not. Yeah, I. I think he. Pesci and Pacino. Not Pacino. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's difficult to beat them because they are two masters. Who um, who who'd have thought in the same year that man will make Home Alone? <laughs> yeah, he, he, the, winning an Oscar. Just trying so hard not to say the just not to swear, just to call it. You fucking motherfucker, you bastard son of a big motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, this is the film that won Joe Pesci an Oscar, uh, and he gave like the shortest, one of the second shortest, I think, Oscar speech. He said, "It was my pleasure, thank you." I believe Alfred Hitchcock won an Oscar at some point, and he just said, "Thank you," and he left. Yeah, Hitchcock got an Oscar. It was like an honorary Oscar. It was. It, it was, was an like honorary Oscar. one, yeah. But it was yeah. a real Oscars, Joe Pesci. It was my privilege, thank you. And he, he was gone. Because yeah. he, he genuinely didn't think he was going to win. Yeah. And he and, did deserve and, to you know, win. So did you say he didn't deserve to, or he did? No, he he, he did. This is, yeah. this is his crowning glory. Yeah. 
I am surprised this wasn't like r- retrospectively. It is interesting that this wasn't a best didn't win best picture, considering how because this lost to Dances with Wolves. What, what did we, was it? Dancing with Wolves that won. Yeah, which retrospectively I'm not looks that, but so weird. Though, people still talk about Goodfellas. They don't talk that much about Dancing with Wolves. Dance- yeah, it, so that year's nominees were Dances with Wolves, Awakenings, Ghost, The Godfather Part 3, and Goodfellas. Ghost is brilliant, to be fair. I, 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 I should see Ghost, because I, I, I want to. Um, I, I saw so it weird. on a plane. I, I was crying. It's just so weird, because like, retrospectively, Goodfellas, and arguably Ghost, are more talked about, for, and Godfather Part 3 actually as well, yeah. are more talked yeah. about films than Dances yeah, with Dance Wolves. With War. I mean, I'm sure Dance with Wolves is a, is a good film, but it's not it's, as I mean, three hours. As yeah, but like, Ghost still gets referenced all the time. Goodfellas referenced Oh yeah, and the, the pottery scene, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, um, Godfather Part 3. Everyone, everyone knows the Godfather Part 3. Harry hasn't said anything in a while. He's just letting us. Just, well, he, just... he he did say he wanted to lay out his feelings early doors and then say yeah, nothing. And then well, just, I mean, yeah, I um, mean, I mean, like it, it's the the Joe Pesci of podcasting. Just say your, just be very quick, and then. So this film was my privilege. Thank you. I, I give it a nine. I I love it to be so. So, so would I. I. Very strong nine. Harry, did you give your rating? No, it's before? like a really light nine. Okay, like on the reasonable. precipice of being. An eight, like it could be an eight. It could be an eight and a half, like, but it's a nine. But for me, yeah, for me, it, at some point it could have been an eight. It it started off as an eight point five. In my doubting phase, I was like, it could drop to an eight, and then I watched it again. And I, was like, I, I no, will say this: say I, I gave this film a nine, and I think this is like maybe my fifth favorite Scorsese. <laughs> like, I mean, that's Ooh. how much I think of Scorsese, though. Like this is my fifth favorite. Yeah, I, I say this is my third favorite Scorsese, and I still give it a nine. Like that's just how. Yeah, good. no, it's, it's a great film. All right, so we it's move bad. on to the next film. To touch on a couple other things in between Goodfellas and The Departed. Um, yeah. yeah, Cape Fear, Simpsons did it better. That's all we need to say on that. Age <laughs> of Innocence, not seen. Probably would hate though. No one Couldn't talks about it. it. I don't know what I, I don't know what to expect from Quinton. Gangs of New York, same thing. The Aviator, same thing. And and then The Departed, the film oh, that he, finally he, he did the, um, the Aviator. The didn't he? Uh, the I said The Aviator. Yes, I said. Oh, did you start? My bad. Yeah, I no, did say. Okay, The Departed. Then, yeah, one of them is Oscar. One of them is Oscar. Well, after he should he should have won at least one time before, if not twice. If not twice. The Departed's really good. I really like it. It's not. His best, though. That's I great. will echo the sentiment. It's not his exact best, but I don't know. I reckon it's it's one of my favorites of his. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that, this like people I, love I really the like, I, Again, this is one I've seen twice. This is one that I, I I saw in you know on a long car trip. I thought let's watch The Departed. I really enjoyed it, and then I watched it on a you know a TV rather than on an iPad in the back of a car. I mean, yeah, I think there's there's a lot to love in this film. I, I would say though, like it's a great film and all. But personally, I would have given Best Picture to Little Miss Sunshine from that year. Yeah, no, Little Miss Sunshine's better. I, I think I think Little Miss Sunshine is a wonderful film uh, and uh, brings and does a lot. But the, the part of it's very good. The, the part um, is I, very good. But yeah. uh, Harry, where do you land on the Departed? This this is my feelings outright and outright. This is one of the only because we all know I love Matt Damon. 
This is one of the oh, only Matthew Page Damon films that I could not give a shit about. I just don't. <laughs> like, I, I, I've watched it like three times, which I know isn't a lot, but I only watched it for the first time like two years ago. But, I've seen it twice. Like, I've seen it a one. I've watched so. it three times, and every time I'm like, Oof. I can't get over Mark Wahlberg's fucking Boston accent. It works in Ted because Ted's a stupid <laughs> film. I think it's all right. It's just, hey guys. I'm Mark Warburg. Can I just say this? My underwear. It's, it's like, weird. It's that... investigations business. I can I just say it's weird that this was that Mark Wahlberg was the performance that was Austin. Yeah. That year. Like that's that. Like we can all agree that's like he's clearly not the best. He's not. No. Right. He, 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 I, I like the character. It's probably like his best performance, I'd say. But oh, yeah. it's but he's he, Mark Wahlberg just has various shades of Mark Wahlberg. Exactly, um, he's just Mark Wahlberg. And the, you know what's interesting? Because um, there was this whole sort of controversy around some because Leonardo DiCaprio was um, campaigned as lead for the film at certain places. I think he is. I'd argue he is. But then he was campaigned supporting the Oscars so he could get nominated because he was already campaigned as lead for a, a film called Blood Diamond, which he did get. Oh yeah, for. I know Blood Diamond. So he was put as supporting for The Departed, and not he would have been Diamond. a very. I I think this is not not his best, but it's, it's one of my favorite bits of DiCaprio. I would say this is a, a look. I think I think DiCaprio would have deserved a nomination. He would have been in the wrong category. I would say he is a lead. But, oh, you know, he's the lead, yeah. But he would have been a deserving nomination. And Jack Nicholson also not nominated, which is also weird because... I'm not as bothered about Oscars... that. He's very he's very good, but... Yeah, but the Oscars love Jack Nicholson. Like, the most oh, yeah, nominated no, they do. They do. male actor of all like, time. He got, like, five Oscars before he won. But yeah, I think overall, I mean, it's just people with Boston accents yelling at each other. And, and, I, I, yeah. I, I think that The Departed is... I don't know. It's like a seven. I just I, every time I've watched Four. it, every time I've watched this film, I yeah. go. I I'm I, surprised because you do love that Matt. You love Matt Damon. Oh like, I would have thought God. he would have helped carry you through it. I have and, and help. Oh, seven's still a good ranking. It's just not like no no no. It's it's yeah. good, but it's like a lot of people considered like to this to be like a really really great film. I just yeah, I, I kind of thought Matt Damon would would carry you through it. Yeah. Um, and I do think this is... I do think Matt Damon's quite good. Like, I think yeah. all the acting in this film is, is good, but it's like it's... I've seen better performances from a lot of these actors, you know? I, like... So, yeah. Matt Damon, for me, I, so, I think... So, wait, do you dislike... Do you not like Matt Damon in this? Or does it just, like, I even despite him... It's just... His, he's he just fine. It's like his role in, like, Saving Private Ryan. It's like... Or Interstellar. It's like he's in the film. Yeah, but like I mean, in those two films, he's a much smaller part, though. Like, oh yeah, I like, know. He's like core cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. He's like one of the major characters. You know, the the film sort of revolves around. But that's interesting because I do, like I and I, I mean that's fine. I just you know considering you have yeah such a, a massive love for Damon, I thought that would be a part of that. You know, like yeah, I, I I was talking to some people about this. They don't who don't like Nicholson in this film. I think he's good in this film. It is just Jack Nicholson on autopilot, though. It's like you ask for like a standard Jack Nicholson. Uh, 
Yeah, it's kind of what I expect from. Also, him. one thing I read is that he was there was a hat that he was asked to wear, and he didn't want to wear it because it would is like a sporting hat or something for like a sports team, and he didn't want to wear I, it. I it thought would that was Ben Affleck. No. It might have been Ben Affleck as well, but it, it's, I think it's definitely a Jack Ben Nicholson. Affleck's definitely had something to do with that. Yeah, Jack Nicholson maybe also had a similar thing, but he had no problem saying the N word within like seconds of being on screen. Like he, 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 had, he was totally fine with just using the most offensive word in the English language, but he couldn't wear a hat because of his sporting allegiance. He's got, it's, yeah, it's he's, he's got his dedications, I guess. Yeah, um, also, this was not the beginning of Scorsese's love affair with DiCaprio, but this was, mm. I think the, I think Gangs of New York was his sort of beginning, like, putting Scorsese... Um, this is where he started loving him. Uh, so he, he lo- yeah, and to be well, fair, I would put Leo as a contender for my favourite actor of all time. I've never seen He's him a weird man, but I think he's a wonderful actor. He is a very, very strange man. You've got Ray Winstone... I love Ray Winstone for some reason. I don't even know why. I really why. like Ray Winstone, but I, his accent's a bit ropey every now and then. He sounds very cockney in places. He almost feels like... It's, I haven't seen the, the Irish bit, The bit where um, I know, Leo but... smashes a glass over that dude's head, and he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who to hit. And he sounds very English in bits. Like, mate, yeah. like, hey, I'll tell you who to, who yeah. to hit. I, I haven't seen the Irishman, but I know my boy Stephen Graham is in it. Stephen fucking Graham, mate! And it's David fucking Graham, you fucking got a fucking glass in it. But he does like he's doing like an American accent, and he can't yeah. do it because he's got an inherently. It, I mean, voice. Ray Winston. I think less of the magic is taken away. Stephen Graham, absolutely. If he's not being Liverpudlian, then the then the yeah. magic is taken. I, I I was watching an interview with Stephen Graham recently. He was doing like a food tasting interview, and. Just listening to him, I'm like, I could like his voice is silly, but I could listen to him for ages oh, because he's like, he, if if Stephen Graham did ASMR, I'd sleep so soundly. He's such an engaged. Oh, I need to finish watching so, this today, is England. Don't speak. I watched this ASMR is England '86 yeah. recently. No, like this is England '86 is really great, but he's not oh, in it mate, that much. Stephen Graham, mate. Vera I mean, Farmiga. I I love Vera Farmiga in this film. See, I know the name, and I've seen her and stuff, but I can never remember what she looks like or who she is. She is it? Is she? Is it up in the air? She's in, or is it an education? She's in up it, in the air. Up in the air, yeah. So that's the thing. I, I feel that's the film. Other than this, I know her from, but mainly she, she plays um, Norma Bates in uh, Bates Motel, which I've only seen a few uh. episodes of. Uh, I I, I want to. We should I, do Psycho. I, 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 I mean, I, I love Psycho and I need to watch Bates Motel, but I've seen the first few episodes and it's weird. I want to watch Psycho. We should do Psycho in this podcast because I want to watch Psycho again because I haven't seen it in. Years. I, I want to watch all the sequels. Harry, you want to. You have, have you seen Psycho? I have seen Psycho. Um, I was going to speak about how much Scorsese sort of takes from Psycho. Dancing uh, wise, I think definitely, yeah. Raging Bull, like the punching stuff. Yeah. Definitely evolved. Of the stabbing scene. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. the the. There's a scene. Uh, I'm blanking. Sorry, I'm really tired. But there's a scene in um. <laughs> I think it's Raging Bull where he's in the shower. Oh, okay, yeah. And it and it's like one to one a shot that's basically like that. That's I mean, I, he's he's a broker of cinema as Martin, so I think he would take influence. Yeah, but, but I yeah, mean Scorsese, um, like he 
Scorsese, you know, he loves movies. I mean, of course, as you should. I think this film has a wonderful concept. A, a, a rat and the cops, a rat and the mob, both try to expose each other. Brilliant. I do like that. That's really good. I, I Actually, think, can I and... mention one other actor that I, I love? Oh, yeah, Our boy Kevin Corrigan, Vani. Oh, oh yes, from... of course. Um, Professor Professorson, um, etc. You just mispronounce etc. Uh, yeah, Kevin Corrigan. He's yeah, love him in in his yeah, couple yeah. episodes no, of Community. A, a wonderful surprise seeing him when I first saw him. He's in Superbad. Uh, he's in Goodfellas. Living in a oh, Living in Oblivion is a great film. I love that film. I need to watch that. It's he, really he, good. He, it's... He, he's, he... He, you know, um, a... have you seen BoJack Horseman? I've seen the first season. Well, basically, the real-life character actress Margot Martindale regularly shows up to play herself. <laughs> and I think that Kevin Corrigan is the male equivalent of Margot Martindale in that character actor. Bam. Him. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm just looking at his credits. He's got, like, ooh, gotta be a hundred Tell you who we haven't um, mentioned. That I think deserves some love for this film. Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen. Um, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen. Mm. Um, I think him as Captain Queen, and I think he, I think he's great in this film. I will say, outside of DiCaprio, I don't love any of the other performances. Like DiCaprio, I think is genuinely incredible, and everyone else is kind of like. Okay, while we're on him, I I love Billy Costigan. I think he is. Such a wonderful character to be following, just because of his situation. I think this is a classic case where situation derives so much character. I I love Billy Costigan. Yeah, um, um, and I, I want to talk about a bit about him later on, but we'll get that because it's like it's a cop film, but it's not just like it's a mob. It's a mob a... film as well. Um, yeah, I, I guess what I what yeah, I'll get into. Um, I I really like the film in the la in the in the first um like hour. And fifty minutes, I I start loving the film in the last half an hour or so. Once Damon and DiCaprio become aware that each other are the rats, and it becomes this cat and mouse game between the two of them. Yeah, oh, I, that I, like I, sort I, of I confrontation the two of them I, have. I, it, you know the, the the phrase, you know, ships passing in the night. You know. They're constantly around each other, but they never know. But once they become aware of each other, I think it's wonderful. Oh, I did that scene on like the roof, like that sort of is. A, I think yeah. I mean, sort of... should, we, should we talk about the ending now? I mean, since we're on it, yeah. Uh, I mean, he you you, gets you only, in the face. You, you only get to see Billy Costigan being shot in the head once. I, I think that is such a beautiful. I, I love the ending of this film. I I, I love bittersweet endings. And I, mm. I love a good rug pull when it's earned. Throughout the first two hours of this film, Billy Costigan is on a knife edge, you know, trying to balance. And right when we think he has the upper hand, he's killed. And I think that, I think that's a wonderful moment. I've seen... So we mentioned before that um, this film is based on a Chinese film, I think, called Infernal Affairs. I I've, seen the, I, I've seen the equivalent of the scene where Costigan gets killed. It's not as good because it's too over-dramatized. I think this is what Scorsese does well as a director. When Billy Costin is killed, bam, he's dead. Oh, I do love the just 
snap. Just like it's just. I, I love like it's a brutal the, the yeah. bluntness. I mean, there were two more kills within about a minute of that moment. I think that's brilliant. And then as we move on towards the ending, um, and you know, I, I don't massively care for Wahlberg's performance in this film, but I, I do like Dignam. I, I, I've had a look at the script of this film, and I think this perfectly captures it. Um, it says something like, you know, there is Dignam with a gun about to avenge a guy he didn't even like. Yeah. I, I think I think that's wonderful. Just that, that I think I think that is a really great way of tying up this film where death just kind of happens. It's such a blunt ending, but I think that is totally in keeping with the film. I, I will say, I think they could have picked a better ending bit of music for the film. That kind of... <laughs> it, I mean, I'm whatever on that. If they... If they <laughs> I mean, they, they use Baby Blue by Badfinger earlier in the film, which is a song I love, not just because of Breaking Bad, but... um. If they ended on that, that would have been great. Uh, I I, th I think this film wraps up. Th that, that last half an hour is what makes me love the film. I do. That's probably the best section of the film. It's just the... Uh, I'm not... I don't necessarily mind, like... I don't know. The ending of a Wahlberg killing Damon. It's just him being in the... He's in his apartment, isn't he? Like, that's the whole... Yeah. Yeah, it just... I don't know. It, it feels like it's a bit of a nubbin. They were like, See, oh, that's, that's, what I, that's what I like about it. It is kind of a nubbin. It's the tying up of loose ends. Because Dignam kind of disappears about 40 minutes towards the end of the film. Yeah, um, and you sort of forget about it. It's a weird little bit of foreshadowing that I like, but early, in the first 20 minutes, Dignam says to Costigan, I'm the best friend you have. And at the end, that's kind of true. Yeah, um, he's the one who. Also, li li little things like that I just appreciate. Um, Dignam is wearing like a tracksuit, so yeah, that it, that when he's running away from the crime scene, it won't look suspicious because he's dressed like a jogger. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I really, really like the first two hours of the film, but it's the last half an hour where it's like a canvas game that I, I love. Yeah, I think that is the bit that like sort of makes the film for me if that bit didn't work it'd probably be like a seven for me uh, the, the first two two hours are a solid eight but yeah no, it's once the rats become aware of who each other are that i i start to love the film swearing isn't inherently like entertaining to me but i think this is a film that like uses like like there's that bit where mark Wahlberg's like maybe maybe not maybe not maybe, maybe fuck yourself maybe go fuck yourself yeah like that's like I, like that's like like swearing isn't inherently funny, but like it can be, you know. And I think I, I think it's just like an Irish thing, Irish people and Boston Bostonians Irish people just yelling. Yeah. yeah, I mean Irish people. I mean that's why I love. You're not fucking... and, You know, it's 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 really good, and I I will say I don't if Scorsese hadn't. If Scorsese had won an Oscar before, I wouldn't be as bothered about him winning for this. It's just sort of like he's made he's made so many better films beforehand that I feel like he should have won before. I mean, yeah, you know, th this is my fourth. I mean, not even fourth. I, I think Goodfellas and Casino might be better, but I I I do love The Departed. I like don't get me wrong. Actually, I think it's a what, it could be my second favorite. I'm not sure because it, it does Ooh. a lot. That, it does a lot that really. That's real high praise. I mean, like people love this film. This is like people love The Departed, but I don't think like it, yeah. number I, I think The Departed is IMDb. Just because I, I mentioned before, I think Scorsese really uses music well. 
I think the use of shipping up to Boston, which is a song I love anyway. I loved it before I heard this, heard it in this film. I think that is a that is a wonderful use of a song. I I think that is th- this is one of those songs where it's like this perfectly captures the spirit of the film. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten. That's reasonable. I I had an eight out of ten before. And uh, before Harry, do you want to just reiterate? reiterate I I was like a, I was like a up. solid seven. I was just okay. No, I I don't object to that. I I've been debating this for about a week since I I last saw the film. Um, semi in preparation for this podcast. It's eight point five to nine territory for me, but I think I'm going to go eight point five. High. Pre- I mean, people love this film. Like I, I'm not. I said this I'm is a very that... popular film. Very popular Scorsese film. For a while, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not sure I fully get what you mean. Because I, I wasn't fully into that first hour or so when I first watched it. And, and, and that's still my least favourite bit of the film. But I think I, as a whole, I, I do really, really love this film. Yeah, and then we move on to the final film we'll be really dealing with. The longest film we'll be talking this, about. Yeah, The, the best Wolf one. of Wall Street. I don't think it's the best one. It's the one I've seen the most. Which is very bizarre, and Barney said this to me that was very odd because of my mm. very you, open aversion. You, you to said long sometimes films. you have a disdain for long films. It's just yeah. incredibly rewatchable, though. I think I've only seen this film twice. Though. It's a very it's insane film. Yeah. I've seen it twice. I I watched it once on a train and once like at home, regular like at like the Wolf a, of Wall uh, Track. I will um, I will put so this yeah. on a lot. I love this film. I love. Okay, I'm just gonna. Again, I'm just going to let all my feelings out at the very beginning. I love the pace. I love the dialogue. I like Jonah Hill specifically in this film. I like his... Ca- oh, holy shit. The, the the dialogue scene when Leonardo DiCaprio's... Like, Jordan Belford's father is, like, running the accounts. And he's like, that much on a fucking dinner? And... Yeah. Alludes. Yeah, and then... The, I mean, this was the film that made Margot that made Margot Robbie. Robbie, yeah. Yeah, but Margot Robbie's performance. Um, I mean, she, she does I mean, make a, she does make a lot out of yeah, out of kind of a little character. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're, I feel like Barney, you're going to be the least positive on this one again. I I I think I might be, but I mean, I will say I I really like this film. It's um, nice yeah, not no, being a I'm, film about but, like brutality but, and mobs. Wait, let me but Harold. I wouldn't say there's a plot. It, it, oh, no, it no, moves no. steadily. No, it does a, feel like a bit of a like a series kind of, of sketches. If, if this of... was a a TV series made up of nine episodes in twenty minute chunks, I think I'd like it a hell of a lot more. But as as it stands, mm-hmm. I think it's a very good film that isn't very well structured. I do like the film a lot. Yeah. I, I will also, agree I with that. I, I think that the plot yeah. doesn't exist, kind of. Like, there's really, no point no. for the like narrative. Of... Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, I mean, oh. this, this is a quote from Martin Scorsese. But I think when he made The Departed, he said, this is the first film I've made that has a plot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think this is true. I, I think other... Yeah, I, I think The Departed is one of the few films of his that has a plot. <laughs> Because this I doesn't, and, I, I, and I, 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 it's one of those films where I like, I, I really like a lot of scenes, but as a whole, I can't bring myself to love it. 
and it's one that I I do wish to visit again one day. Just you know, it, I I will need to pick a day where I'm like, this is the day that yeah. I watched Wolf of Wall Street yeah. again because it's um, it, no, it's it's three hours and like eight minutes or something. It's 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 yeah, it's it, it's I think it is like exactly three hours. I mean, it's it, it's weird to say this again, but. Again, I think Scorsese makes wonderful use of music. Mm. The two moments I point to, which probably are my highlighted scenes, the bit so the bit shortly before DiCaprio and Jonah Hill are on that boat sinking, and he's like, "I don't want to die sober. Give me the lewds." Like the the, the plane that he sent to rescue them crashes, and in the background yeah. there is the song "Gloria," but in Italian, um, which I I love that song. The Gloria, Gloria. Mm. Yeah, I think that I think that is a greatly put together scene. Um, but also the cover of um, Mrs. Robinson by Simon Gun Simon Garfunkel, covered by um, the Lemonheads, when a bunch of Wall Street guys are getting arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many scenes in this film incredibly well. Yeah, I mean to to talk about performances as we do. Leonardo DiCaprio, a solid contender for my favorite performance of all time. Like, really, I'd say so. I'd a wow. solid contender. It's wow. it's between it's it's certainly between this and Nick Cage in Bringing Out the Dead for the best Scorsese performance. Um, Pressure, I might. I'm trying to think. I definitely, I think I might prefer Nick Cage in Leaving Las Vegas as a performance. I again, I, I, to, I need to watch that. I have to watch it again because I remember really liking it. Um, but I mean, DiCaprio is fantastic in this. And he, again, he is another great, character, it, another uh, character that I, people don't get. Like, can, can we talk about just DiCaprio love for a bit? Because that man has oh, range. Look, yeah, look, we mentioned before, he's a very strange man. Strange man, um, strange habits, headphones, hotel room, he leaves. But as but a performer, he has one so of the best strange. actors working in the industry. He, I he, feel like he there's cannot a, be typecast. I don't think I've ever seen a DiCaprio performance where I've thought, oh, he's kind of playing it a bit like insert other film here. He doesn't do that. Yeah. I think he, he is unique to every performance he gives. And I think the thing is, though, we're reaching a point now where where people are starting to turn on DiCaprio because of, like, he's a bit of a weird guy, and they sort of... Separate the artist from the art, you know? Acting, acting like he's suddenly not a good actor anymore, or whatever. I, was saying, like, I, I, I don't doubt he'll give a good performance in Our Moon. It'll probably be very good in Killers of the... Like, even in, like, Shutter Island, which I'm not a big fan of, he is fantastic in that film. Like, he's the... Oh, yeah, he's he makes that film... Like the parts I do like about that film is all because DiCaprio is. Like I, 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 I guess where Shutter Island was going within the first ten minutes, but oh, his performance carries me through. Same for Mark Ruffalo. Um, but I mean DiCaprio, he's just an an incredible talent. I've never seen a performance where I didn't think, oh, that's a bit crap for DiCaprio. I've like even like he's 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 a. I haven't seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and I'm aware that he's... Neither have I, and that, that, that's the film that made him. And I'm aware that he's apparently fucking incredible in that film. Like, he's a truly he's meant to be remarkable... He's really good. Alright, mate, it's, uh, it's Margot Robbie. Why am I doing this? I'm not... I'm Australian. I know yeah, she mate, doesn't sound like Margot Robbie can, bro. Um, uh, fuck, yeah, can I do a... Bro? Up, bro. Uh, uh, 
Fuck, I, ha- I can't do a Brooklyn accent. I'm not talent. I can't do a Brooklyn accent. Fuck, how do you, how do, you do a wait, Brooklyn wait, wait, accent? What, 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 what do you want the Brooklyn accent what, Brooklyn. to say? No, that's not... Like, I can do Boston. Like, the, the no, padded. The you can do Boston. Like, Everyone can do Boston. Oh, oh New York. Oh, Baddie Margot Robbie. Brooklyn. No, hello there, it's me. New York, Margot Robbie. Leonardo not, I don't know. That's giving I mean, that's a bit of Queens. Like, yeah, that's not quite Brooklyn. That's a, that's a, that's a different Brooklyn? section of New York. Brooklyn's like um, oh, no, it. it's sort sort of Harley Quinn. Yeah, Harley sort of. Quinn. You sort of. I can't. I, sort of, I, 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 you fucking piece of shit. I, I, that's Bro- That's Boston. Damn it! I try going to do Brooklyn, and I just become Boston. I, just, I try I to do Brooklyn fucking jackass. You fucking jackass. I don't know. You're fucking... You're fucking... Yeah, I've no, become it, Stephen it, so fucking I, I guess the, the word I'd use, so the word sure, I guess Boston, it's sure, whereas New sure. York, it's sure. No, yeah. sure. Boston, it's sure, whereas sure. New York, it's sure. Sure, yeah. Sure? sure. I'm Stephen fucking oh, Surely we fucking... Okay, hey, baby, yeah, sure. Yeah, Margot Robbie. I think she's very time. good in this. I think I think she gives a really like this is like her first major thing, uh, and yeah. she offered to go nude in that seat, and and of course Scorsese is like, oh, of course, of course. God bless yeah, her. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm um, but yeah, Jonah Hill. I I love oh, my boy I... Jonah Hill. It's a shame he's a massive fucking dick though. It's a, it's a real shame Jonah Hill's not a nice person because <laughs> I think he's a really great. I mean, actor. I, I, this is, I mean, he he was Oscar nominated for this, right? Yeah, this is I mean, the second I, I Oscar nomination. This, this is a, this, this is the standout performance of his career. He's so good. I mean, what what you I know? will say about Jonah Hill, I I love the way he talks at about Martin Scorsese, he speaks about him with, with such respect oh, and he's, reverence. He was so ex- Oh, he, like, took the lowest salary possible. He, 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 he so took he a big dent out of his paycheck to make this film. I think he got and paid, the, like, 500000 he talks about Scorsese, he speaks about him with so much respect and love, yeah. and I like that I, about him at I least. do like that. Like, he clearly... Yeah, yeah, it's a shame he's a bit of a knob, because he... Oh, I, I, I love seeing people respecting artistic yeah. talent. And I just I just love hearing about people just, like, gushing, like, oh my god, this, like, I, how much they respect someone, and, and, like, love someone, like, an artist, like, oh, dude, this guy, you know, Scorsese, you know, and he, and he clearly <laughs> wanted to do it, which is why he took, like, the <laughs> lowest possible paycheck. Yeah, no, he, he really, he, he sacrificed a significant dent out of his paycheck to make this film. Yeah, and uh, you know, and he and I and he went through hell for it. Like he, like there's a bit I think where like DiCaprio like hits him, and they had to just do so many takes of that. But like he tells the story of like there's a scene where DiCap where they're like eating sushi or whatever, and Jonah Hill flipped it on him and was like, "Oh, you know what? Nah, you have that last piece." And they just did so many takes of it, and it just ended with DiCaprio vomiting, and everyone was so worried, except Scorsese and Jonah Hill, who were pissing themselves with laughter. Uh, so Scorsese worked with DiCaprio enough at this point. It, it, it was like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. He was like, nah, man, oh, he's just like, Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Um, who else is in this? Uh, Kristen Milioti is... Uh... Oh, yeah. And this the mother. Just before she did How I Met Your Mother, which as I've talked about off recording is a just the worst and it's just a it's 
it's a terrible ending. It's genuinely yeah, as someone who that's one of my favorite shows of all time, if not the favorite show of mine of all time. Besides the in betweeners, so that yeah. Uh, we've also got Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. He's barely in the film. Like, I, I knew McConaughey was in the film. I knew Matthew McConaughey. I, I, I like that you, in, in that scene you can see DiCaprio looking like beyond the camera to be like, it's like hey, are we continuing? Am I am I doing this? Am I about to do this? And and I'm surprised. Like McConaughey's really not in this film. And this was like the big. This was like part He's of in the his first, career. Like, Twenty minutes. Yeah, and this was the big. This was part of his like career resurgence because he sort of like it was part of his career. His his career became shit and then reinvented himself you know doing like the lincoln lawyer and the ides of no no that's ryan gosling in the ides of march dallas Dallas buyers club oscar winning you know matthew mcconaughey's a weird guy i feel like because i've heard some interviews with him and that and he strikes me as like he's a bit of an odd guy and I mean, we've kind of really touched on sort of. There's also sort of Belfort's sort of other lads. There's John Bernthal. Jonah Hill um... has a wank. <laughs> yep, and when we see that 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 fake cock, I think this is probably Scorsese's funniest film. I think oh yeah, no, is... it's And I, I mean, to be fair, it is. Um, I mean, really that, that, that whole scene it's, where it's the my favorite off his dick trying to get into his car. Oh, dude, that whole quote is so good. The bit where he falls down the stairs, oh, mate, it's so... Like, he falls down the stairs, and it's not even that many, and then we see from another... And then it's just, like, they've, you know, clearly switched locations. So it's, like, 20 steps he's rolling down. And they had a problem. They found... They had to change the car, because when he tried to open it with his foot, it didn't work or whatever, because of, like, the car was, like, it's, like, a standard car. It wasn't the one that, like, go like flips upwards it was like a standard yeah, one, I it, think. it wasn't one of the, the butterfly door yeah and i think it's like dicaprio is a really great physical performer and i and i have a lot of respect for actors oh i, who... I love dicaprio's dancing in the film oh it's so good when he's doing that like he's doing that like a weird art. he's got like the suit on he's doing that it's like, like weird. It, it, like... it's like a mellow version of crumping yeah, <laughs> i looked up what crumping was recently because i i'm aware of it from community and I heard that like the, they're not technically crumping in Community oh. from like a podcast. So I looked it up, and I'm like, "Huh, that is what like it's supposed to look like." I'm like, "Huh, yeah, interesting." Um, but I think DiCaprio, I I respect actors who have like no vein and are willing to just dick around and do dumb shit. Yeah. Like DiCaprio, like he clearly is willing to do stuff for you know, for roles, you know, he, you know, that, I mean, the whole Quaalude scene, you know, um, there is a lot of, there's a lot of sex in this, and there's a lot of drugs. I, the, hence um, it's my favourite film. This, and also Jordan Belfort, we sort of t- touched on this with Travis Bickle, but Jordan Belfort's, an, again, another one of those characters who people don't get that you're meant to like. Yeah. And it's weird, because it's like, the film makes it so abundantly clear, like, this is not okay, like, he's an addict like he like he hits his wife you know like he's, he's clearly like man. he's cheating on her you the know man he's like he's really like he's harassing women like he's not a good man he's not an okay man he's not you know and i think it's yeah, like if not, you think he's aspirational man. like what the fuck is wrong with you are you just 
do you have mental deficiencies that you think this is an aspirational figure? Because well, the I film makes it love you enough. And I just find that so frustrating with art when you can show a clearly bad person and then people but just people don't misread get it. it. And people and it's even though the film makes it so abundantly clear this is not a good person that you're not meant to like. And then people are just like, oh but he's so cool. Again, we touched on five hundred days of summer a little while ago. Again, if you if you like relate to Joseph Gordon Levitt, you're a not a great person. Like you need to reevaluate yourself. I just there's so many great bits in this film. I the yeah no I I really I, like this film. I'm it's a ten out of ten. If you guys have oh really it's just, I just the pay, there's something about the pace, the comedy, the sex, the drugs. I do it's think just, it, ah. for a three hour runtime, it does move very fast for that runtime. It does, it, yes, it, but I, I think it, it is quite really, episodic. It's a bit long. You can definitely cut some stuff, but it, it moves at such a pace. And I, and I, there's a lot of great bits that I did really laugh at. Um, two bits I want to touch on quickly. Uh, there's True. a bit where DiCaprio, he, he, he has sex with Margot Robbie, and he's like, I fucked her brains out for 11 seconds and i'm like oh that's it's really good yeah. that, you, you never see that in films you never see you you, you, you never like you, there's never that one scene where a guy just doesn't he just goes for like Comes immediately yeah you never see that and i'm like come on guys you gotta where's the realism you know and um the other bit i love is benny hana <laughs> benny fucking hana why? Why, God? Why? Why would you choose a chain of hibachi restaurants to take me down? I love this film. I love this film. I think it, I think it's I think it's a great film. So Harry, you gave it a ten. Um, oh. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to give it a solid eight. It's uh, I I do love the the scene where John Burnthal sells the pen. Like it's it's just simple. Like oh yeah, that, that's pretty. I think that that's probably one of the more iconic moments of the film. Um, I give it a nine. Uh, and that is it. We're doing this to tie into the release of Killers of the Flower Moon, which we will um, be covering. Before you, you discuss that, can I just say, um, I think we should objectively not talk about The Irishman, because I think I'm the only one who's seen it, but I don't care to talk about it. Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon, I don't know anything about it. It's apparently very good, which I can believe, because it is Scorsese. It is three and a half hours, though, um, but I will we'll likely see. see this in a cinema... And we'll discuss it in the review of the year because we'll likely all have seen it by then. Yeah, probably. I'll see it in the cinema. Why not? Yeah. How are you going to see it? If I can get one with recliners, then yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it will also be on Apple <laughs> TV+. Plus. We'll also probably talk about it in the Oscars episode because it seems like an obvious candidate for best picture, I would argue. Um, and yeah, that's this week. It, it's been a few weeks since like in between this episode and the last episode. Thank you all so, so much for listening. This is a bit of a longer one this week and I'm going to do what Scorsese should do and I'm going to edit this shit down. So it's like a more palatable yeah. listen. So thank you all so, so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed this. It's been a while since I've recorded and I've what really a, needed a good recording session because, and this has been really good. I've really enjoyed this. So thank you all so, so much for listening, and I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye.